0: I came across this article on BusinessLive.co. The article reads, Patent disparities block the next big thing. A new report shows that a large section of the U.S. population is being hindered from making their mark in terms of innovations. So I decided to do a little bit of digging and figure out who is this affecting. I am DJ Motry of the Black Equity Network. And this is the Black Equity Podcast. weren't aware, the future of our culture rests in the hands of how we are able to innovate. Now, before we dive too deep, I want you to understand what innovations are, because that's going to be important for this conversation and the ones that are coming up. So when I'm looking at innovations, this is what I'm looking at. Innovations is simply this the process of translating an idea or invention into a good or service that creates value or for which customers will pay. In business, innovation often results when ideas are applied by the company in order to further satisfy the needs and expectations of the customers. So, innovation is being able to uh, take an idea put it into something tangible, and basically shift the way the customer is experiencing the world around them. Innovation is what makes the marketplace move. And so I'm looking at an article, and it's telling me that patents, uh, there's a disparity in patents. And it says a new report shows that a large section of the U.S. population is being hindered from making their mark in terms of innovation. This article comes out on uh, November 25th. And this is by Evan Sully. It says plenty of women and members of minority groups are hoping to invent the next iPhone, the blockbuster medicine or a top selling toy. But too often they don't get patents that would ensure they get paid for their ideas. Now, let's stop right there. Right there. When when women and they say minority groups, but what they really mean is people from our culture is what they mean. And so I I hate to even call us minorities. But when we are not getting uh, patents, that means we're not getting paid for our ideas. And that, my friends, is a lack of black equity. So our ideas are going out there. They're being stolen. But this is always how it's been. This isn't the first time. It's not the first time in history where our ideas are being stolen right from under our nose. The article goes on to say a new report from the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office concludes that those disparities could cost the U.S. its technological leadership because patents are frequently the first step to attracting investors. Now, the people listening to this podcast are investors. Here's who listens to this podcast because it's designed for three specific types of people. This podcast is designed for investors, it's designed for entrepreneurs, and it's designed for movers and shakers. And all three of the people that are listening to this podcast know how important it is to innovate new ideas and to bring innovation because innovation is going to attract investors. Investors are going to bring capital and capital is going to change the lives of the people who invented or innovated this idea. Do you start? Are you starting to see a a trend here? The capital needed to change our communities, the capital needed to change our culture is not getting to us because if we can't attract the investors because we don't own the idea, we then can't sell the idea. We can't attract investors to that idea. So it says the innovation in the U.S. is concentrated and vast of the population are not fully participating. The study released last month concludes The magnitude of the problem isn't precisely known because the Patent Office only collects the name, mailing address, and residence of the applicants. Studies by independent groups such as Information Technology and Innovation Foundation are based on surveys. A Harvard University study last year found whites are more than three times as likely to become inventors as Blacks. Often, research commissioned by the Institute for Women's Policy Research concludes that only 18% of U.S. patents list a woman as the inventor. The October Patent Office study recommends that the U.S. Congress gives the office authority to collect demographic data with its own confidential voluntary surveys. So what they're telling you is that women and people from black culture, from Latinx culture, from everybody who's not a white male are not receiving uh, the proper credit, the proper protection around their ideas. And they're less likely to be inventors. So I want you to go look at some of the episodes we have. If you haven't listened already, we've had inventors on. One of my favorite episodes is when we had an inventor in the beauty space come on the show. And we talked about building our own table. That's a conversation that everybody should be listening to. And it's a black woman who is is putting that together. A black woman is putting uh, an invention out. And part of putting your invention out is being able to protect your ideas through patents. But if we're not receiving those patents, how are we supposed to get paid for those ideas? So Dawn Myers was on our podcast and she was talking about how she was uh, uh, innovating for her company the most. Where she is creating a uh, beauty product for women with curly and coarse hair. It's important that we truly pay attention To this article, because I'm going to be digging deeper into making sure that everybody who's a black inventor has a pathway to get their ideas heard and protected. So let's continue. Let's keep looking at why this problem may exist, because usually if we keep digging, we can get to some root problems. So the study found that a variety of factors that led to the underrepresentation of women and what they call minorities among patent holders, including a history of legal, economic and educational impediments from slavery and segregation to laws that limited the ability of women to own property. There are also there also continues to be a lack of diversity in the types of fields in which more ideas are patentable including science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. So that is where we talk about STEM. So what we're going to make sure we're doing is we're going to have more conversations on this podcast about getting into science, technology, engineering, and mathematics and making sure that we're protecting these ideas. We're going to teach how we're going to do that because it's uh, it's showing me that this is a root problem. And yes, there are people who are already doing this, but it, obviously it's not enough <laughs> because this article was written within the last 24 hours. Now, the article goes on to say it's difficult to tell where in the system the exact breakdown occurs, but we do know it does occur. Patent and Trademark Office Director Andre Enica said, ultimately, the nation would benefit from expanding diversity of patent holders." For an individual, it helps with your career growth and potential. For a company, it helps you make and sell your product to be more successful at it. So before we continue, I want to dig in and understand um, what is a patent, right? I want to do a quick overview before we bring on someone over the next few episodes, over the next few weeks. I want to understand well, what is a patent. Because first we talked about what innovation was. But see, a patent is a form of intellectual property that gives its owner the legal right to exclude others from making, using, selling, and in- importing in an invention for a limited period of years in exchange for publishing or- and enabling public discourse of the invention. So basically, it gives you exclusive rights to your idea for a certain amount of time so nobody else can grab hold of it and profit off of it. And we are finding ourselves uh, at the, the bottom of this uh, area. We are not getting the patents that we need. So why is that? Why is it that we are not seeing the necessary patents? Well, I think if we continue digging, we're going to find it. One person who overcame the odds is Janet Emerson Basham. President of Bashan, a Houston-based human resource consulting firm, who became the first African American woman awarded a software patent in two thousand six, uh, along with her cousin, she says the following: "I was looking at historic people, and one of the things I ran across is a lot of African American women who came up with something and didn't get credit for it. So what we want to do on the Black Equity podcast is we want to send a um, we want to send a invite." To Janet Emerson Bashan, because I would like to talk with her and figure out, well, how can we work together? Because I want her story to be told. I want people to understand, well, who is Janet Emerson Bashan and how can we make sure other people are getting uh, patents and being able to be seen uh, in our culture for the work that they're doing? So the article goes on to say that she was looking at historic people, and one of the things that she ran across is a lot of African-American women who came up with something and didn't get credit for it, Bastian said in her interview. I wanted to make sure I could protect what I was developing, and I wanted to monetize it. So there is a piece of wisdom here. I see a lot of people are doing work within the culture, but they aren't actually getting monetized for the work that they're doing. They get paid once for it and not forever. They should be getting royalties. They should be getting uh, equity. And so this is an example of a root problem that has been solved before and can be solved again. By making sure you properly patent your work. She says, what better way to monetize it than to patent it? Though American inventors still command the largest portion of the nation's patents the percentage is declining in high-tech fields such as artificial intelligence and blockchain. Read that again, everyone. Understand what I just said. Though American inventors still command the largest portion of the nation's patents, the percentage is declining in high-tech fields such as artificial intelligence and blockchain. We need to dominate this space. So if you are someone in any area of STEM, any area of artificial intelligence and blockchain, I want to speak with you. And I want to get you connected with the proper patent uh, group, uh, the proper patent team so we can make sure our ideas are being monetized correctly. Consequently, the article goes on to say. That could reduce any advantage that the U.S. may hold in areas such as artificial intelligence, wireless phones, and the Internet of Things, according to a year-long study conducted by a law firm, uh, Kilopatrick Townsend & Stockton, and researchers of Gray B Services. This is critical for our nation's economic vitality as our country becomes more diverse and technology complex, said Leslie Flynn, a clinical assistant professor at the University of Iowa. So before we get into the numbers and we study a little bit more, I'm glad we are having this conversation because many people are. (laughs) <laughs> many people are just telling you go get paid go do whatever it takes to go get paid and you know people are, are developing this and developing that and you're seeing all these people saying that they're developing apps and technology but yet all the patents are down well that means that there's people out here with really great ideas and they aren't protecting them and that is not smart my friends I'm sending you a warning shot if you are not protecting your work Someone else can step in and they can take it from you. What are you going to do? Are you going to just continue to sit back and not protect your work? Or are you going to actually reach out and figure out, well, maybe I need to look into this. So now that you understand what the root problem is, you understand why I am harping on this and why I'm taking a step from any interviews Uh, having anyone else on it, because whenever I'm coming on the podcast and you just hear me, that means we have to pause for a second and we need to look at something before we continue. Our job is to dive deep into our culture and understand the black equity that is involved and sometimes the black equity that is missing. So here are the numbers. Population projections from the U.S. Census Bureau show that in 2045, whites will make up 49.7% of the population compared to 24.6% for Hispanics, 13.1% for Blacks, and 7.9% for Asians, and 3.8% for multiracial populations. I don't see how we can remain competitive if we're only allowing a small silver Sliver of the population to participate in innovation, said Charles Hudson, whose San Francisco based Persker Ventures firm specializes in investing in minority owned startups. Now, Charles Hudson is saying he has a firm that focuses on minority owned startups. And so, what we want to do is we want to send a message to Charles Hudson. So, Charles Hudson. You are invited on the Black Equity Podcast to talk about your investing in minority-owned businesses, and we would love to see you on. We've just sent a message out uh, to him uh, to let him know we are interested in working with him. So as we continue through this article, it says here, right now, the amount of capital in the hands of people that are committed to supporting these folks is well, well below what the market needs. Despite being underrepresented among patent holders, women and minority inventors throughout history have revolutionized their fields. So in closing. What I am noticing is we are going to have to truly dig in here and make sure that people understand the importance of protecting their work, understanding what the leverage that a patent does and so we are going to make sure that we're going to teach this because many people are not going to talk about this. Most people will, but many people won't. <laughs> people will glance over this, but obviously something's missing. Something isn't quite registering. If every every statistic shows that our numbers are going down more and more in science uh, technology, engineering, math, artificial intelligence, and blockchain, all the areas where it's big money. It's a big money game in those areas. And either we step up <laughs> or we're going to get left behind. This episode serves as a warning to our culture that if we don't step in and if we don't pay attention to this, We are going to regret it for the rest of our lives. Thank you for listening to the Black Equity Podcast. And make sure that you protect your ideas and make sure you're ready to innovate at the highest level. Because what we have coming for you, you have no choice but to level up. Thank you for listening to the Black Equity Podcast. I am inviting you to join the exclusive Sip and Share Wine Club, which offers monthly and quarterly memberships available. Deliveries of two, four, or six bottles of sweet, dry, or both wines right to your door at a 10% discount. Only 100 monthly members accept it. Begin enjoying all the privileges and benefits that go along with belonging to the club. There is no fee to join. You only pay the cost of your wine plus tax and shipping. Two wines is $38 plus tax and shipping. Four wines is $76 plus tax and shipping. And six wines is $114 plus taxes and shipping. Once again, join the Sip and Share Wine Club. This is your invite. Only 100 monthly members accept it.